Father in heaven, as we come before you this day, we are grateful for the ways that you work in our lives. And we ask you to continue to work in our lives by the power of your word and spirit. Lord, when we become distracted by the things of this world, when our own pride gets in the way, we pray, always work to call us back to place us on that right path and to live and to walk with you. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. This morning, in our epistle lesson, the author to the letter to the Hebrews says these words. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. The story is told many years ago of a freighter on the Great Lakes that was chugging along at a fairly good clip and all of a sudden over the crackly radio he hears this voice. You need to turn four degrees starboard. You're on a collision course with me. And he went, well, how dare he tell me to move? And so he gets on the radio and says, you move four degrees. I'm not budging. After a few seconds, he hears, Please turn four degrees. You continue on a collision course with me. He's getting a little more incensed. And he goes, I'm not turning. And the voice comes back, fine. Then you can crash into my lighthouse. Isn't that the way we sometimes behave? That God in his very word warns us that we are on a collision course with something. But we are more enamored by our own situation, our own pride, or Perhaps we are sucked into the things of this world a little bit at a time, and that happens. And we don't want to budge. We want to do it our way. After all, that's what the world teaches us, that we have the right to do it our way. We have the right to... Pay attention to what we want. And use the old phrase, come hell or high water. And slowly, 
as we get sucked into the world and the culture, we drift away. Sometimes maybe only a half a degree at a time, but we drift away from what we know about our Lord. We know the good news. What is that good news that, that, that we hear, that, that all need to hear? That good news is that we have salvation in Jesus Christ. The letter here to the Hebrews reminds them, you know what you've been taught. It's been declared by the angels. It's been proved to be reliable. You've heard about Jesus Christ who was born into this world, who lived, who suffered and died, and who rose again. You know from whom salvation comes. But you're not paying attention. trying to live it both ways. You're living in a world that's full of evil, full of murder, greed, all sorts of things. And you go, well, I've never done those things. Really? Have you had hatred in your heart toward another? Have you had a desire to get even Have you looked at what your neighbor has? Said, I wish I had that. Have you put yourself in a place where you see those things? TV, movies, books. We're surrounded by sin in this world. It tugs at us and in our humanity, in our own wickedness, we try to justify it to ourselves or justify it to others or come up with reasons why and somehow try to make ourselves seem lily white and innocent. And you think that we as Christians would behave better, but I've said it before and I'll say it again, statistically, we're no different from the rest of the culture around us. That's sad. Because Christ calls us to be that shining light on the hill, that, that shining light that gives testimony to the world around us. We've known that since we were little, if you were in the church as a little child. This little gospel light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Yet we tarnish it with our own behaviors and our own misdeeds, living life again on our terms because we're not paying attention to Christ. He calls us to turn from sin, and turning away from sin is not an easy thing because it means to deny ourselves. It means that somehow we're doing something wrong. And it means that we might have to say those two hard words in the English language. I'm sorry. 
God's law is not easy. Luther put it this way. He said, the law discovers the disease. Problem is, most of us, especially if you're male, avoid going to the doctor because we don't want to know that we have a disease. For me, I'm cheap. The only time I'll go to the doctor is when my annual deductible's been met by the family. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that there's something wrong with me. I don't want to hear him go, you know, I've told you before, I'll tell you again, you could stand to lose a few pounds. I don't want to have that cuff put around my arm that tells me my blood pressure might be a little high. My blood pressure just goes up thinking about being at the doctor's. I don't want to hear that I've sinned. None of us do. Those are hard words. We don't want someone to walk up to us and say, you know, you're off course in your life. You need to move four degrees. Or you're going to crash. We don't want to hear it. In fact, when we hear it, our pride gets in the way. I'm not moving four degrees. You move. Move four degrees. Or you're going to crash. I'm not moving. You don't move. You're going to miss the cross. That bridges the gap. If you don't steer in the right direction, you're going to go off the edge. If you're not paying attention to where God calls you to go and to whom God calls you to be, then you're going to die. It's a hard message. And if it's a hard message for those of us who are in the church to hear, we can only imagine how difficult and challenging it is to share that message in some way, shape, or form with the world around us. It's a challenge. And so we need to remind people that we have a Savior who died for the sins of the whole world. We have a Savior whose cross bridges the gap between us and God. And we can't force them onto the right path, but we invite them. 
Now, how much easier would it have been at the very beginning of this sermon in that story if the keeper of the lighthouse would have phrased his words a little differently from the very beginning? He could have said it something like this. Attention. Attention. Please pay attention to your current course. You are headed for the rocks and you need to turn four degrees. If you don't turn four degrees, you're going to pile up on the rocks upon which this lighthouse is built. If he'd given the full information, if he had identified himself as to who he was in the beginning, do you think the captain of the ship would have said, I'm not turning? Fortunately, this is where the story breaks down because even as we identify ourselves as believers in Jesus Christ, even as we identify ourselves as bearers of the truth of the word, the human pride and condition is so alienated from God that it still takes over. I don't care if I wind up in hell. At least I'll be there with all my friends. How many of us have heard that from time to time as we share our faith? It takes time to break down the walls of hostility. It takes time to gently move in the lives of people so that God's spirit continues to pick away a human pride and stubbornness. It doesn't happen with one conversation or with one visit. It takes time to remind people that we have a God who holds all things in his hands, who holds the world in his hands, and who even holds our very lives and our very hearts in all that he does and says. We don't need to apologize for who we are, the message that we carry. We can caution those around us that they need to turn, that they need to make a change in their lives, that they need to move in a different direction, but we do it in a loving way, not because we're better than them, but because we are them. That's why we say the words, I, a poor, miserable sinner. That's why we acknowledge on a regular basis that we need God's forgiveness and grace because we are them and we've heard the message to turn to pay attention to go in a new or a different direction and we know why the world needs to hear it time and time again and we need to be persistent in it sharing the message of salvation one soul one person at a time to remind people that all of creation is still in his hands because you see Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And when the king issues a proclamation, we need to pay attention. We're coming 
closer and closer to the end of this church year. We're coming closer and closer to that time when we begin to celebrate the birth of a Savior. It's coming. Already in the stores, you see those Christmas things going up, and we haven't even made it past Halloween, which really in my book is Reformation. And we haven't made it past Thanksgiving, but somehow Christmas is there already. Well, the fact is it never goes away. That the gift of Jesus Christ can be open for the lives of people. Pay attention to the opportunities that God brings to you to be the lighthouse, to be the voice, to call others to hear his word. Pay attention and unwrap the gift and let people see that God really is still and he always will be in control. Pay attention. Turn four degrees. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.